begin the current daf itself. This is another daf named test. We begin at the top of the yamin. The Gemara continues the discussion from the previous daf. That is, we had mentioned the opening mission of this parak that both a kohen gadol and a nazar. There was only machlekes regarding when they're both walking on the road, where although both of them are not allowed to be metamin themselves to any mess, but regarding a mess mitzvah they could. The only question was who's the one that has the lesser, the lower level of kedusha that's going to be the one that's metamin the mess mitzvah. And that the Gemara inquired, where do you know that halacha from? So now we brought a source for a kohen gadol that is metamin the mess mitzvah, where it says la'aviv, even though we already know he cannot be metamin himself to his relatives. Why does it specify his father? To say, oh, la'aviv, that he cannot be metamin to, but inferentially telling from the superfluosity of it, to say, oh, but regarding mess mitzvah, he could be metamin to. That was regarding kohen gadol. Then we said regarding nazar, where do you know that from? So actually there was a machlekis that the Gemara had brought in the previous staff regarding between Bishmol, Rabbi Kiva, exactly how to expand the Pesukim, whether it learned out from the word La'achim, or whether it learned out from the word La'avala'imai, but either way, there was the source that we know that, oh, only for your father and your mother, or for your brother, you cannot be metamitu. But we already know relatives not, so why are they specifying that? Oh, to make the inference, but for a mess mitzvah, you could be metamitu. Now specifically, the way Rabbi Kiva expounded the Pesukim regarding the halacha of Nazar, to say what are all these extra terms of la'achiv, 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 what does it say, all these siblings, the parents, these close relatives, if we already know that he cannot be metam himself from the, a different pasuk regarding any close relatives. So that Rabbi Kiva said, he says, you're right. It says in the previous pasuk that the word nefesh, which refers to that the nazar can't be metam himself to unrelated people. Mace tells you close relatives. La'av v'le'imai tells you that to your father and mother you cannot be metam yourself to, but to mes mitzvah the nazar could be. And the term la'achiv, his brother, comes to tell you that not only if he's a nazar, which we already know from la'av v'le'imai, can metam to mes mitzvah, but even if he's another, a nazar and a kohen gadol, he can metam to mes mitzvah. And la'achai said that everyone agrees to, that's interpreted for a different halacha, since it's not necessary, where if someone's on the way to bring a carbon pasach, or do a circumcision, where generally that would override the mitzvah to mimitami yourself to a close relative, which is a mitzvah. However, when there's a mess mitzvah, you'll do the mess mitzvah, even though you, you're going to be not fulfilling the mitzvah, say of mila or pesah, which actually has a punishment of kars. Now, that the Gemara continues on the top of our Ahmed and asks, well, Rabbi Kiva, according to Rabbi Kiva, mechdi letzi. And that's because the, what the Gemara is addressing is a point that was questioned on Rabbi Kiva on the previous daf and Ahmed Bey's, where the Gemara had asked, based on Rabbi Kiva's interpretations of the Pesukim by Nazar, he utilizes the term Aviv and Imai to, to, to tell you that, oh, that the Nazar cannot be metamed to his father and mother, but he could be metamed to a mes mitzvah. So therefore, it's a necessary word to make a drasha, and it's not what's called mufna, it's not superfluous. So the Gemara had asked, so then where does he know this Gzair Shava of Rabbi? The Rabbi had made a Gzair Shava, on the, which was mentioned in the previous daf in Ahmed Aleph, that said that, it says Imai by Nazar, it says Imai by Karen Gadol to say just like by Nazar. Although he can't be metamit to his closest relatives, that's only regarding Thomas Mess. But if they have a Nega or there's Ziva, then he could be metamit himself to them. So too by Karen Gadol, although he can't be metamit to his closest relatives, but for Nega and for Ziva he could. So the question is, according to Bikiva, that the word Imai is not superfluous by Nazar. So how does he learn out the halacha of Karen Gadol from Nazar? Because it has to have to make a Shava at least that it should be superfluous on one side. So on that, the Gemara answered for Rebbe Kiva that he would tell you that actually the word Imoi by Kohen Gadol 
is superfluous, the one by Nazir, right, he's using, to tell you that Nazir is metamet to mitzvah, but by Kohen Gadol, it's extra. Why? Why don't you need Ima by Kohen Gadol to tell you that you could be metamet to mitzvah? So on that he said, because since he learns from the word La'achet, that tells you, we already know from of the Imoy, that a Nazir could be metamet to mitzvah. So what is La'achet to the brother that you're not metamet to add on? You already know you can't be metamet to close relatives. And you already know from mentioning that you can't be metamet to father and mother, it means mitzvah. So what does brother add on? So that is that, that Rebbe Kiva had darshan to tell you that, oh, not only if he's a Nazar, but if he's a Nazar and a Kohen Gadol, still he can be metam on the Mitzvah. Now, therefore, if you already know that a Nazar that's a Kohen Gadol can be metam on the Mitzvah, for sure when he's just a Kohen Gadol, that of course he can be metam on the Mitzvah. So from the context of Nazar, you already know the halacha regarding Kohen Gadol, that he can be metam on the Mitzvah. And therefore the word Le'imoy is not needed to tell you, oh, that he can't be metam on his mother, but he could be metam on the Mitzvah. And therefore that's extra to learn out the Gzer Shava from Nazar, that just like by Nazar, he can be metameh from Maga and Ziva, so too by Kohen Gadol. That's where Agamara continues and addresses that point. Nechdi, let's see. Loishno Kohen Gadol l'chudei, v'loishno Kohen Gadol as we just mentioned, Reb Kiva made the following comparison, and he said that, look, if you learn that from the context of the of Nazar, that not only when he's a regular Nazar, which we know from L'Avol Imoy, he can be metameh the Mes Mitzvah, but even... When he's a Nazar and a Kohen Gadol, you learn from the word La'achiv, that only his brother he's not Metamatu, but for Mesmitzi he is Metamatu. And that's because Nafkim La'achiv, we learn this out from the terminology, which is superfluous by Nazar, of that his brother, where again, as we said, that if a Kohen Gadol, that's a Nazar, can be Metamatu Mesmitzvah, for sure when he's just a Kohen Gadol. So then the question is, La'achiv Uli'imai, when it mentions by the parish of Kohen Gadol, that he can't be metamet to his mother or to his father, where, regarding not being metamet to his father, you already know from the Pasuk I'll call Nafshe's mace, that any relative he can't be metamet to. So, Lamali, so the Gemara is asking, Korn Kiva, what is that coming to tell us? Where again, as the Rush addresses, and he says, the term Le'imoy, as we just mentioned on, uh, from, from referencing from the previous daf, is necessary by Kohen Gadol, to teach the Gzair Shava of Rebbe. Because you're right, Le'imoy by Nazar is not superfluous, so Le'imoy by Kohen Gadol is necessary. You need a Mufna, a superfluous term, to teach the Gzair Shava. But the question is, specifically, is what's the term La'aviv coming to teach? Now, actually, the Rush points out that the Gemara could have asked that actually La'aviv or Le'imoy of Nazar, why is that, why are both those terms necessary to teach a Mes Mitzvah if in the word La'achiv, you know not only Mes Mitzvah, but you even know if he's a Nazar and a Kohen Gadol. But be that as it may, the primary uh, way it's phrased in the Gemara is that, and again, as the Rush explains, specifically is La'aviv. What is La'aviv teaching by Kohen Gadol? If we already know from the context of Nazar, and that's what we pointed out regarding Ima in the previous stuff, that it's superfluous. So, okay, that will teach you the Kseher Shabbat. But what is La'aviv coming to teach? That Mes Mitzvah is permitted? I already know that even when he's another Kohen Gadol, from the context of Nazar, that a Kohen Gadol can be metamal Mes Mitzvah. So that the Gemara answers Tzrichi. The term was necessary. Why? Because the ikas of Aviv had the Torah said regarding Kohen Gadol that he cannot be metam himself or even by Nazar. And that's how the Rush explains because one would wonder, what do you mean, why would it say father? I already know all relatives. So this is important for both Nazar and by Kohen Gadol. As we'll see that it was necessary to say one, and once you had to say one, you have to say the other one. Because if you only said one, you would actually think it's not coming to exclude Mes Mitzvah, but it's actually coming to exclude the other one. If you would say father, it would exclude mother, and say mother, it would exclude father, and so on. The Ikas of Av had the Torah said that he can't be metamet to his father. 
Havamina, I would have thought to say, you know why a Kohen girl does not, or another Nazar for that matter, is not Metameh to his father? The permissibility of being Metameh to a father is really based just on what's called Chazakas, on assumptions, presumptions. Why? Because you don't really know that's your father. That's actually based on the law of majorities, of statistics, which is what's called Roy Bilas Acharabal. The majority of Bias which would be able to create a child from, the, from his mother, where we know he came out of the womb, we know that it's his mother, but the father, we don't know for sure, it's based on majorities. So therefore, maybe over there, would we say that he's not metamet his father? But the mother, you know that this is his mother, because he, he was born, he came out from the mother. Maybe there we would actually say that he could be metamet to his mother. Now, as the Rush explains what we... Although we explained on the previous daf from Rabbi Kiva that it says the word mess, where Rabbi Kiva said it says, Al So he was expounding in the context of by Nazar, which again we're using both this to explain by Nazar and for Kohen Gadla, why it was necessary to say that is, had it only said, Rabbi Kiva had said the word mess comes to include relatives. So if you already know relatives, how would I have thought that if it's saying that he can't be Metamata's father, then I would say that he could be, but it's saying, but, but the mother would be permitted to if already mess includes all relatives. So that the Rosh explains that we would have said that means all paternal relatives. Because since it says, La'aviv, that to your father you can't be metamatu, I would have excluded, not a mess in this way that you can metamatu, but rather that the mother and all her relatives you can be metamatu. And the reason being is because they're definite relatives. The maternal relatives are more definite than paternal. So therefore, we couldn't have just said of that he can't be metamet his father, because then I would have thought that you know what maternal relatives you could be, and the ikas rachman the ima and hadatar only said that you can't be metamet to the mother, and that's as we see illustrated in the halachas of Nazar, where it had to say that for the gzera shava. So if it only said that you can't be metamet to the mother, havamina ima loyletamala, I would have thought to say that only the mother is who you can't be metamet to. The love Ozel Zara Basra because there's no matrilineal descent. You're not based on the mother. And again, to be a Jew, of course, that's based on the mother. But here we're talking about regarding inheritance. The way what defines the person in what Shevet is, and specifically for inheritance, that you don't define yourself based on the mother, but rather, as the Pasuk says, to their families, to their paternal households. And as the Gemara expounds in Perak Yashnoichlin that we see that the mishpacha of the father is what's called the mishpacha. That's the last name. That's what you take on. So I would have thought to say that actually that if the Torah would have only said that the Kohen God is not metamah to his mother, I would have thought to say that actually that you are metamah to the father. And the term imai is not coming to say, oh, that you're not metamah to the mother, but you're metamah to mesmetza. But rather, it would come to exclude the father and his relatives to say that you could be metamah to them. And this that it says in the Torah, as we expounded from Rekiv on the previous staff, umes, which includes the Karevim relatives that you, can't, you cannot be metamed to, I would have interpreted that to mean to say the maternal relatives. However, that's what Kamash Malan. That's why, now that it says, both Lav and Li'imai, you could expound Imai to tell you the Xeris Shava, because if not, you should have been quiet, and we would have learned out that the mother and father are, you can't be metamed to them from that it says by Kohen Gadol, or when it says Nefesh Meis, by Nazar. So, and that would have told you that all people you can't be metam to, both Far, which we learned out from the word Nafshais, and Mes, which would have told you relatives. 
So therefore, rather, now that it says li'imoi, by Kayin Gadol, that again is necessary, as we said, to teach you the Gzair Shava of Rabbi. Now, once it's said, and it had to say li'imoi, that's what the Gemara is coming to say, it had to say also la'aviv. Because if it wouldn't have said la'aviv, I would have said that only the mother can't be metamatu, but the father you could. Now, moreover, the same thing applies by the parish of Nazar. By Nazar, it had to say la'aviv, which, as Rabbi Kiva, as we mentioned the Bryce on the previous stuff, that's where, according to Rabbi Kiva, you know that la'aviv, you're not metamatu, but you are metamatu mes mitzvah. Once it says love, it has to say imai, because if not, you would have thought to say that only the father cannot be metamatu, but the mother you could. So therefore, the way it comes out from the rush, the way he explains this Gemara, is that, yeah, the question was on, by Kain Gadol, it, it could have just said imai, doesn't have to say aviv. By Nazar, actually, the question is on both. Why say la'aviv uli imai? And then the Gemara's answer is, it actually had to say one of the terms by both Kain Gadol and Nazar. By Kain Gadol, it had to say imai, as we said in the previous stuff, to teach you the Gzair Shava of Rabbi, to learn that Kangala from Nazar. And by Nazar, it had to say the term La'aviv, which teaches you that the heter of Mes Mitzvah by Nazar. Now, since by each one I had to say one term, I had to say both. Because if I would have said only one, I would have thought to say that that one, for some reason, you cannot be Matamatu, because it's lesser than the other one, as we explained that each one has a strength, where on the one hand, mother is definite, but on the other hand, father is where that's the Yichus after that. Therefore, that's why we needed to have both according to Rabbi Kiva. Now, that the Gemara asks, continues asking under Rabbi Kiva, and the, the Gemara's question is that according to Rabbi Kiva, the Apostle in the Yikra that says, which as the Rush explains, that just because we were expounding according to Rabbi Kiva, the Apostle of Nefesh Mace by Nazar, which was introduced because of, we wanted to show the source, according to Bishmol, according to Rabbi Kiva, how do you know that a Nazar is Metamal Mes Mitzvah? So that pasuk came in, in the way of how he expounds those two pesukim over there. So now the Gemara asks, a similar type of a pasuk that comes about Kayin Gadol, what do we expound that for? What is, it, what, what is it necessary to say this terminology, So now the Gemara continues on in base and, 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 and takes apart each word of the pasuk and shows what we darshan from that pasuk. When it says, Al-Kal, that's on everybody that's dead, that's La'afuki Rechekim. That comes to exclude those who are unrelated. Whereas the Rush points out that actually it's coming to say that you're going to violate two negative prohibitions. And the reason being is actually, with, and that's part of the Gemara's question, without this Pasuk, I would have known that the coin cannot be metama to people, dead people, because he's not any worse than a coin hedget. As we've quoted from Tyson in the previous half, a coin hedget becomes a coin gadol. So definitely he's forbidden to unrelated people. So alcohol comes to include a double av for unrelated people. When it says mace, uh, dead, that's an extra term. That's Lafuki Kraven, that's come to exclude that a Kohen Gadol cannot be Metame even to close relatives, which a Kohen Hedger could. When it says Nafshais, I'll call Nafshais Mace, what is that plural term of Nafshais? That's Lafuki that's coming to exclude Revius Dam. If a Revius of a log of blood, Sheyetzim Mishne Mason, that actually was coming out, was a com- combination of two corpses, Shemitama Ba'il, that's coming to say that it will convey and transmit Tumah. In a tent which is forbidden to the Kohen Gadol to enter such a tent. Shnem, like it says in the Pasik that we just quoted, that on every nefesh in the plural of a dead person, he's not allowed to enter, where the, ex- the drasha is, it says nafshes mace. Now, nafshes is plural, which sounds like that there's two nafashes, but because of one mess, which is in the singular. What does that mean? One mess is a reference to one revius. And the reason being is because a person can't survive with less than a revius of doubt. So 
it's coming from two nefashas, is one mess, one person. What does that mean? When there's a revius of dam coming from two different people, that even that is considered al nafshes meis lo yavai, that's prohibition of the Kohen Godel being metama, even in such a situation where the revius dam is coming from two different people. And then again, that's what we darshan, and how we understand that pasik by the Kohen Godel, and again, we introduced that because of, we expanded that pasik in the context of Nazar. Now the Gemara continues with the next mission. Again, now that we concluded the discussion of the previous Mishnah, which we went through all the different details of it, which again was the main idea, the thrust of it was to explain how do we know that a Kohen Gadol could be metamata meis mitzvah, where again, although meis mitzvah, a regular mess for a Kohen Gadol and Nazar, they can't be metamata to anyone, but a mess mitzvah, we found the source for Kohen Gadol and for a Nazar. Now the, the Mishnah continues on this theme about Tumah related to Nazar, and explains the specific halachic details and framework that applies to this Isser of the Nazar. So the Mishnah says, Al-ilu Regarding these things, that if a Nazar comes in contact with him, becomes tummy to a mess, that he's going to have to cut off his hair and start over the procedures. As the Mishnah says, al mess if it comes in contact with a corpse, a dead person. And even val from the mess, even if it's just an olive-sized piece of the dead person. Or even if it's just an olive-sized uh, uh, volume of this liquid that oozes out of the dead person. Or or even if it's a, a spoonful of the dust, the ashes of the person, a spoonful of that will be metamem. Or alashedra, the spine of a dead person. Or or the skull. Or or just a limb of the dead person. Or or a limb of a, of a live person which was cut off. That if it has at least the amount of flesh on that limb, where if it would be connected to the person, it would have enough flesh to become healthy and regenerate, although now that there doesn't have a kezayis of flesh, that would be enough. In other words, if all the flesh gets removed, there's nothing there to regenerate. If it has enough flesh, that if it would be able to regenerate, or half a kav, which is a type of a measurement of bones, or or half a lug of blood. So regarding all these things, which is if you touch these things we just mentioned, or if you even carry them without even directly touching them, or or if you come in contact with a Thomas of oil, which is either that you lean over that, or it leans over you, or actually you're both in an area which leans over the two of you, so then you're going to contract that Tumah, and then you're going to have to start over your Naziris. Now, regarding a bone of a dead person, which is the size of a barley corn, that's going to be only al-magoi If you touch it, or if you carry it, that's going to make the person tummy and have to start over, but that's not going to transmit it and, and create the, the, the necessity of, of the nazar starting over if he's in the oil with that barley corn. As the Mishnah concludes and summarizes these halachas, al-elu regarding these things that we mentioned that he's going to have to cut off his hair, Umaza b'shlishu b'shvi, and he's going to have to get sprayed with the ashes, the paraduma, on the third day of his waiting, and the, thir- the seventh day of his waiting. And v'sayis has a kaidmin, it undoes all the type, the amount of naziris he had counted up until now. And v'ena mascha limnois, and he doesn't start, resume to start over his counting of, of his naziris, el achiyatar, until he purifies himself. Umebe is karbonois, and brings his karbonois, which is for when he becomes tummy, and then when he finishes that, then he starts over his naziris. Now, related to this halacha of the Mishnah, the Gemara brings Tanur Rabban of Lurtna Braisa. After Rameir passed away, Omlen Yehuda said to his own students, Don't let the students of Rameir come in. Now they don't have their Rebbe anymore, they're going to come to me. Don't let them in. Because they're contentious people. 
They're not coming to learn Torah. They're just coming to pain me with their halachas. They just want to, they're just doing it to get me. They're not really out for, for the, to, to really learn Torah from me. Now, however, one of the primary Talmudim of Rameir, Sumchis, pushed his way in and got into the study hall of Rabbi Yehuda. So Amalehem, so he said to Rabbi Yehuda's uh, whole court, Rameir says, this is what Rameir taught me, which was the text that we have in our Mishnah. He quoted our Mishnah and he said that his teacher Rameir taught him this. That it's regarding these Tumas that the Nazar has to cut his hair and start over his Naziris. Alames, if he comes in contact with a dead person, and a knowledge-sized piece of a dead person. Now, Rabbi Huda actually did not teach his students this term of kezayis minames. And therefore, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda got upset. And he said to his students, Didn't I tell you this? Don't let the students remain in. They're just contentious. And he said, If if just for the olive-sized piece of a mess, you have to cut off your hair, you have to start over. So, So therefore, Rabbi Yudah didn't teach his students the term alames, because if Ta'aloch is even on Kezai's mess, just an olive-sized piece, why would it be necessary to say on the whole mess? So therefore, the fact that he was saying over from Rabbi Meir that it's the whole mess, that's unnecessary, and therefore, they're just being contentious. Now, however, as we continue, on top of Nunim and Aleph, Amr Rabbi commented, and he said, look, they're going to say Mayor, reference to a Mayor, he passed away. Yehuda, reference to Rabbi Yehuda, cause he gets upset. And Yesi Shasak, and Yesi was quiet? What's going to be with Tyra? In other words, who's going to stand up and explain the halacha of our Mishnah? Why is it necessary to say the term Alames when it already says Akazai's Menames? So Amr Yesi says, It was necessary. Why? It was necessary. You're right. When it says kezayisim names, that's if there's an olive-sized amount of flesh. When we're saying a chidush of mess, which you already know for olive-sized, for sure the whole mess, is told that there's not even an olive-sized amount of flesh. So there is a chidush inherent over there that you would not know from kezayis. That's why it was necessary to say that. But on that, the Gemara asks, it's still difficult. Vada'in yoimrem, you can still say and ask, if al-eivrem emenu megaleach, if the Mishnah mentions a different halacha, that if even a limb of the dead person, if you come in contact with it, makes you cut off your hair and start over your Naziris because you became Tommy, which we mentioned in the Mishnah. Now, as Tesis points out from the first peg in Mesechtis Olois, that the halacha of being, becoming Tommy from a limb of a dead person is even if there's not a kezayis, an olive-sized amount of flesh, because the limbs don't have a measurement of how much they have to have on it. So, Akuli Lakoshken, so isn't it definite that if you come in contact with the whole entire dead person, that of course you're going to become tummy? And therefore the question still is there, what was it necessary that Meir was teaching his students, which we have in the text of our Mishnah, that on the mess, where there's no more chinush, even if there's no kezayis of basr, but you know that from the aver, just from a limb, what do you need the whole body for? So Ella rather, the Gemara explains the way to resolve our Mishnah, again, which is the version that Meir had, was because Amr Like Rabbi said, which, as the Rush points out, that the interpretations the Gemara is going to give uh, from Rabbi Yechanan and Rava, they, actually their statements were said in a different context. In the Mishnah Masech, this always. We there the Mishnah says something similarly unnecessary in this regard, where it says, These are the things that transmit Toma if they're in the same oil. It says, And the same question applies over there as it does over here. 
if, a, if just an olive-sized piece of the corpse transmits tumma, for sure the whole thing. So in that, Rabbi Yechonin said, It was necessary to mention the halacha of mess, even though you already know kezayis from the mess, in the case of an, a, a, a miscarriage, an aborted fetus. Where although it's the whole mess, but, however, it never developed yet, gidin, which are the sinews, these are the ligaments that uh, are, are what attach the bones to the muscle. We actually, if it was just a limb of the nafel, you actually would not have to start over the naziris. The reason being is because since it doesn't have gidin, actually the halach is that it doesn't transmit etumo until it has at least a little bit of flesh, a little bit of ligaments, and a little bit of bones. So therefore, in context of aver, it actually would not transmit tumas abayol. So therefore, Rabbi Yechman says that's why it was necessary to say the halacha of Almes was a reference to a nafel that doesn't have gidin. But since it's the whole mess, it will transmit to Masayol. So on that, the Gemara says, Hachanami, here also you can give the same answer Rabbi Yechman gave in the Mishnah and Allah, Tar Mishnah, it's Toma B'Nefel Shleniskashre Evar B'Gidin, where you didn't go ahead and develop the, the sinews, and therefore, but since it's the whole mess, that's what we're saying the Nazis is going to have to Megaleach, and it's not known Kavochaymer from from Kezayis, from the mess, because that's talking about that there's a, at least an olive size of flesh, which you don't have necessarily on the mess. And neither do you know it from the aver, from the limb, because the limb at least has to have ligaments, and here it doesn't have to have ligaments. Or Rav Amr, he says over there, which again we're using for over here, Loi it wasn't necessary to say the term of the mess, only if we're talking about where you have the majority of the structure of the, of, of the skeleton, which are, the Gemara explains later on, which are two thighs and or two shaykim and one yerech, or two yerechs and one shaykh, which is the, the majority of the, of the building, the, the, the whole height of the skeleton, or the majority of the amount of, of avarm that there are in a person, where there's a ramach avarm, 248 limbs, and there's, if you have at least 125 of them, where the chiddush is, she'ein behen that even if you don't have a quarter of a kav of bones, we're, that's what we're telling you, because although generally, actually, it's not chashav enough to transmit tumas oil until you have at least a quarter of a kav of bones. So now we're being mechadish, that as long as you have the mess, meaning roiv binyan or roiv binyan of the skeleton, even though it doesn't have a quarter of a kav of a tzamais, it's still going to transmit tumas oil, and it's going to be the time of the nazar to have to start over, because actually if it wasn't roiv binyan, it wasn't roiv binyan, actually then you wouldn't be megaleach, until you had at least a half a kav of bones. So therefore, there is a special chiddush that we're saying regarding the term of mess that we would not have known neither from an aver, where you have to have at least a half a kav of bones, neither would we have known it from kezai's mess, because that would at least have to be a half of, uh, at least a kezai's amount of flesh, where you don't have to have any one of these in the mess, which again, Rav is pointing out specifically where if you have rev bin, rev binyan, even if you don't have a reva atzamais, which is a chiddush, because generally you can't be metame anything in oil if it doesn't have uh, a quarter of a kav, and moreover, actually, that a nuz is not megaleach, if it doesn't even have a half a kav of atzamais, as we mentioned in the Mishnah, here the chiddush is even if it doesn't have even a quarter of a kav of atzamais, but as long as it has the majority of the structure or the majority of the amount of limbs in the body, that it's going to transmit tumas oil, and moreover, for the re- reference of our mission and the way Sumchas was saying over from his Rebbe, from Reb Meir, which is that, it's, it, that the, mess, the term of mess is going to include, for that, the Nazar is going to be Megaleach, again, even though there's no Roy Ba'at